previously on the Garbage Cast Conversations. Hey, it's your special correspondent for the Garbage Cast. This is Jason from Up in This Brain. A special deck cast. Uh, my dogs are out here chasing a pigeon. So you get some dog sounds. Uh, a very special deck cast because it is one degree Celsius here in uh, Armpit, Tennessee this morning. Typically I would not be out on the deck when it is one degree. <laughs> but uh, So that's about 34 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. And this is the warmest it's going to be all day. It's about uh, 9 a.m. Central. And the temperature is actually dropping today. We're going, uh, and it's going to snow here. It's going to snow here on uh, Thursday afternoon, I think. So it'll be our first uh, accumulating snowfall, which it probably won't amount to much. Probably about an inch, uh, maybe a little bit less. Um, So uh, chilly, but these are the things I do for podcasting. I say I'm going to come outside. I'm going to do a special a special deck cast uh, talking about 2017 and my topic for this special garbage cast deck cast is resolutions. Uh, I woke up on January the 1st. I had no resolutions this year aside from that this year I would be I, I guess I started thinking a couple of weeks ago it would be nice to have a focus this year. Not really a resolution but a focus and that is less stress. Um I guess really over about a month ago, I started taking these uh, these anti-stress vitamin things. These are these supplements. Uh, I can't remember what it is called. It is a uh, stress-free vitamin supplement. It has a lot of vitamin C and it has uh, zinc and all these other little gadgets in it. And it, uh, I had read online that it really takes the edge off. And I, we had bought these at one point a while back for my daughter when she was having a lot of stomach issues. They recommended that uh, you know just something to take the edge off, but she never never took them that we ended up getting her medication for her stomach issues uh you know pretty regulated so we didn't need them uh so i decided i would start taking them i guess this was right after thanksgiving because i was having um nights where i would just sit there try to go to sleep and just the the beating heart the uh and just the i was felt like i was always anxious like i was always just waiting for something to happen um I didn't know what that was, you know. It was just this anxiety about every day. And it sounded like it was just building, building, building. And I really had no idea why I was starting to build like it was. So I said, I'm going to going to start taking these pills. I need to take the edge off um, before I say that I'm going to go back to a therapist or something. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, you know, try this. And oddly enough, I don't know if it was the placebo effect of taking the pills. I don't know what it was. But after about a week, I started feeling better i started sleeping better it it was a very strange um very strange occurrence to have happen um i don't know like i said i don't know if it's the placebo of taking the pills and i've just fooled myself into feeling better i don't know exactly what it is but at the same time a few weeks ago i said i will make a commitment that this will be the year of stress-free thinking that that is what i have called that's what i came up with that I would read books, or at least alternate books, about uh, taking stress out of my life. I'm reading a book right now called uh, Hope, and I think it's called Hope and Help for Your Nerves. Now, I'm not out here, I, I buy the book right now because I'm out here freezing. <laughs> I didn't put on my big coat, I just walked in in my hoodie. Um, but um, I think it's called Hope and Help for Your Nerves. Because 2017, get my money right, get my life right myself out there more really tackle this anxiety hello mmd jason here with the first garbage cast conversation of 2018 and uh, we are revisiting a familiar topic the topic of our very first uh, i guess uh, recording in this series in the garbage cast conversations series even though the garbage cast itself is a is a bigger project the conversations are a component of that bigger project so we can't say that last year's was like the first episode because it was not there have been plenty of garbage cast episodes but in the first conversation which occurred this week one year ago we talked about resolutions and you reminded me of that yesterday and i had to go back and listen back to the episode and as soon as i started listening 
it all came back to me. I, I can listen to about 20 or 30 seconds of an episode, and I'm like, oh, yes, now I remember exactly where I was, what I was doing, what we talked about on both sides. It's like, it's it's in there, it's just locked away. It's behind all of the other memories of the year. They all stacked up against it and made it hard to see. Uh, last year, I was standing out on the deck uh, during this because it was warmer last year. This year, definitely not happening. This morning, wind chill, negative 18 celsius zero fahrenheit here so we're in a bit of a uh, weird extreme cold snap that is lasting well it's lasted since uh, last weekend and it's lasting all through this week Uh, so no definitely not going to be standing outside today even though it's sunny and i did uh, just go down to check the mail and of course there was no mail yet so it means i'll have to trudge back out there at some point but i decided no i'm not going to record while i walk around my first resolution of 2018, not to record while walking around. That That's a lie. <laughs> and, you know, I have thought about things that I would like to do different in 2018, and I have thought a bit about some of the things that I was going to try to do in 2017. And as I mentioned to you, the big thing was reading more, and I did find where I talked about that on the uh, recording last year, that I would I was hoping to read more books in... 2017, and I think I read more books than I've ever read in a year, uh, and uh, that was, I think I ended up about either 46 or 47 books for the year, depending on, so maybe that's sort of a resolution, how can I be more well-rounded? I, I You know, my real thing that I was thinking about resolution-wise uh, was listening more and saying less, and, and I wrote about that the other day on the blog, and that's some sort of a, a theme that keeps coming back in my mind, that... Um, even when I'm around the house, sometimes I feel like I just say too much, I talk too much. You know, that's the um, that's the doom of a podcaster, I guess, is you always have something to say. That's the great thing about it and the uh, not-so-great thing about it. And, you know, people here live up in this brain 24-7, and they're probably tired of it. And sometimes I feel like I'm tired of talking, and I just uh, would like to reflect more, listen more, absorb more. Uh, I think reading more has helped with that. Just uh, so. listening to podcasts and letting them roll off the, uh, the pod list, as you would say. I've kind of lost the idea of where I was going. Let's go back to where I was in 2017. But by the sheer nature of this community, by the sheer nature of who we are as, as a group... It's always, in some sense, two-way. Hold on. Let me uh, shut this off, and I will get Tilly to go back outside. You can go freeze your backside outside, because it's cold as fuck. Oh, there's one commonality. It's still cold as fuck. I think... I don't know if I've really sparked conversations per se um we've definitely had conversations would we have continued to have conversations without these podcasts i don't know i'd probably say yes i i would like to say yes i think we generally connect as people so i guess it wouldn't be documented for everybody else and it's kind of the magic between, between, or sorry, the magic in what we do here is, is capture um, these conversations that otherwise would be lost in, in uh, Twitter DMs. I don't know. I, I mean, the whole idea of this was a short-term project. I didn't think this would get to a year. I was thinking of ways of, of how I could. Have more conversations with people. A lot of a lot of podcasts. Um, they've been doing a lot of guest hosts and bringing people on the show. Welcome to Garbage Cast Conversations 2021. Hopefully, that was a summary of some of the previous episodes. If you want the whole story, go back and listen. 2017 was the original proposal date. 2018, uh, we did a traditional Garbage Cast Conversations. I went back and listened to the previous year's episode and recorded on top of that. And I'm pretty sure 
I did that one more time, but I can't do that again because me talking over the same file three times, waiting for spots to interject, I don't think that's possible. So I took one year off. The previous year was a, a bottle episode, as I would call it, um, where I had special guest host uh, Eric from Tip Tap Tip to talk about resolutions. And here we are at the end of the second year of the pandemic, 2021. So this year has been like a monumental shift for me personally. I got married, I started a business. I got married. So a lot of things that I've been anxious about, afraid of doing, um, a lot of small steps to like getting control of my life and not living it in fear have been achieved incrementally. So like I've said in previous years, Sometimes you feel like with life and resolutions, you're running around in circles. And sometimes you have to go backwards a little bit to go forwards. I think this year has been uh, forward momentum. A lot of the things are starting to fall in place that haven't in previous years. I think the me of, of previous years couldn't dream of some of the things that I've done. Now, do I have new resolutions? Of course. Um as I've been only married a few months, this year I intend to be a better husband. I would like my business, my Etsy side hustle, to be a, a bit more profitable. I'm doing orders every week. It's just getting the money out of it. I spend a lot of time uh, just selling enough to paying to pay the fees, uh, the the marketing fees, the um, the listing fees, blah 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 blah. I'd like to, and I do get like some payouts. I've had like a three hundred dollar payout, and I've had like a hundred and fifty dollar payouts. Um, but. I'd like to consistently make more money. Um, I'd like to get to a place where I can support my wife um, without complaining. I don't like doing stuff and I'm kind of a big baby so I kind of just want to do stuff with for her without holding it against her when she needs stuff uh I'd like to expand my family. I'm hoping this time next year that's achieved. I like to still be making money at podcasting. This is like the third year. The third year I'm a professional editor. I've taken on more work um, like forensic audio engineering and that's actually challenging 
and interesting. I'm not making a ton of money at it, but it's a skill that I have. Um, to pick up a little bit of extra money. I'm actually working with a client right now that has like a bunch of files. Um, it's usually like a, a boyfriend or a husband or a significant other and they're trying to see what they're up to or what they're saying. Um, but, you know, it's not quite like CSI where I can take a, a really garbage recording and make it crystal clear. It all depends on the, the setting and what it's being recorded on and how much noise is in the background. Um, sometimes it's more successful than other times. And me coming out of my radio certificate back in college, I never would have thought that I could do that for money. It was kind of like, here's a skill I have. Um, I didn't think it was actually possible that I would be able to do something with it. Um, so I guess like summing up quickly, more successful interpersonally, more successful um, in terms of financially. I've definitely had more drive to uh, take on more work. I'm, I'm usually, I don't like hassle. I don't like extra work. Um, but a lot of things are changing in my life and I need that extra money. So, you know, whatever, I'll do it. Um, and I'd like to be more successful at that, uh, make more money and be able to support myself. I'm not quite there yet. I mean, I don't pay any rent for the, the print equipment and I share a lot of equipment with my brothers. Um, I mean, just the space alone in Mississauga, it's like $20,000 worth of rent. So we would have to grow our business significantly to be able to actually pay rent, um, have my father retire because he's like 70, um, and really get out of the furniture game. Optimistically, I'd like that to happen. He's old and he's crotchety and he doesn't, he, he's not good at customer service. So it'd be really great if he didn't have a reason to yell at people every day. Um, I mean, there, there are plans there in, in the works. We have to look for a new location. We've sold the old building. Uh, we're building a new one just outside of Georgetown. So if I could get the non-side hustle print business more consistently working, that would be amazing because then I could like register the business, pay taxes, and like we get a GST number and then pay taxes and, and then be able to contribute in that way. But from starting at zero, I've, I've covered and, and starting from zero during the pandemic, I've covered 
a fair bit of ground. There's still a lot more, but it, it's a fair bit. Well, I spent 20 minutes just going on. So let's play a song and then let's get into the first clip. This is called Remembering 01, featuring John Trudell and Black Bear, The Hallucination on the Garbage Cast. As long as there have been human beings, the human beings have gathered in the summer at different times of the year to celebrate being human beings. And so to me, this is kind of a form of that, what's happening in this technological, digital reality that we're in. So it's good to see that everyone's bringing their energy here in a way that's really about celebrating and feeling good. So this is 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 the part of the kind of reality that our reality needs, this kind of healing. Well, as long as I'm up here, you know, we're on the subject. <laughs> Human beings, right? Because most of you are not my generation. I came out of the generation that did whatever we did in our own way to try to make things better for your generation. There were accomplishments, and then there were things that weren't really quite accomplished, and they've been left kind of fuzzy and hazy and things, I think, still. But one is... That I think is important. We remember that we're human beings. That we recognize ourselves as human beings. Because that's the reality of who we are. That was Remember 01, featuring John Trudell and Black Bear from the Halusi Nation. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I got this from Apple's top 100 Best Songs of 2021. Um, I was really struggling to find songs for this episode. Only so many times I can play Aaliyah's We Need a Resolution. So I was looking for something new. That's a theme that's ongoing with the Garbage Cast. I'd like to play new music whenever I can. I'd like to get new voices whenever I can. Um, except for this episode, the halluc- or the resolution episode, I don't really want to retread the same things over and over and over. I think this topic, this theme, um, and checking in yearly allows me to see where I've grown, where I've perhaps faltered, um, 
what things are the same, what things are different, and to track my progress. Because I think you don't really keep an eye on that, especially being unprofessional. Yeah, that's a different thing. Um, I got a lot of requests for paid article blogging this year. Did not previous years. Um, this little project that I didn't think would last a year has grown and changed and metamorphosized into its own unique little thing. And I'm always amazed by that. And I'm always um, in awe of that. And that's why I continue to do this. Even though a lot of my a lot of the stuff in my life has changed. And sometimes I'm not you know, I doubt myself. I think like Oh man, it's been a while since I put out an episode. I mean, I do try to put out one every month, but there are times when I think like I could be probably spending my time doing something else. And that's... She pushes me to come back to this. She reminds me that it's a hobby of mine that I love. Um... And that burdens me of the anxiety that I have. The fear of, like, what am I doing with this? Why? And I think it would be really neat one day in the future. Um, maybe my kids or somebody discover this down the line. And maybe it'll be completely worthless to them. Maybe they will see the evolution of me. My trials, my tribulations, my pitfalls. Um, maybe they will know me in a better sense. And that's kind of another reason not to give this up. I mean, it does take a fair bit of time. It is 27.45 right now. And I still haven't played a single clip. So, with that, let me get into the first clip of Resolutions. Here, I think, is Alt Milan talking about Resolutions. Ocelot. So, resolutions. Where do they come from? Why do we care? Why do we bother? Are they worth it? Or do they just create more trouble than they're worth? And what about the children? What kind of example is this setting for them? How will they be affected by the cycle of failure and trauma as they grow up, form relationships, raise their own children? etc., etc., etc. And what about the environment? Can we reverse the damage? Can we break the cycle of destruction and adjustment to consequences? Or will we simply adapt our way into an early grave, collectively, as a species, etc.? And how long can we afford to simply stand by and watch as society is torn apart by distrust, disbelief, disorder, disruption, dysfunction, disconnection, discontent, dissent, discord, disease, disrespect, 
disunity, disenfranchisement, dislocation, disorientation, distractions, dismantling, distortion, dyslexia, dispossession, dysphonia, disputatiousness, disfigurement, disqualification, disinheritance, disinhibition, disinterment, disproportion, dysentery, discipline, disc jockeys, disc operating systems, Disney, display advertising, dissemination, dissimilarity, distance education, dissociative identity disorder, distilled water, district sales managers, etc., etc., etc. Unless we resolve to stop, to take a good hard look at where we are and where we're headed, and to then do something about it, there may be no resolution. This is Radio Free Ocelot. Thank you, Milan. I always call you Alt Milan, but that's your Twitter handle. That's not your actual name. I'm not sure if I should use which one or I don't know which one you prefer. Anyways, here's something we haven't done on the Garbage Cast Resolutions. Let's uh, do a New Year countdown. So just sync this up with your New Year celebration. Who knows? This might be like the world's longest garbage cast, so you might not have time. Here we go. Wasn't that fun and and stupid? All right, so I guess we should play another song before the 22-minute clip from Stephanie. <laughs> I asked for submissions, and she's like, oh, it might be too long, and I'm like, man, I'm going to play the entire damn thing of this thing because I love padding shit and just adding just seconds and minutes to the episode hour count. But I did not think that I would start it with a recap of previous episodes. So I wasted like 10 minutes and then I rambled for 15 minutes. So who knows? Anyways, this is Pull Up by Keys and Crates and Have Ya Mighty. Sipping on a bit of Henny, can I get a little Remy? Feeling heavy, chilling but I'm feeling ready. Pulled up in a big old Chevy, dance floor stops, see me get them drops. Queen with the locks and the crown on top. Be the boss, never sound on pox. If it ain't the Henny, give me crown on rocks. Ah! I gotta bust my strut. I know I gotta trust my gut. I'm looking too fly for the function. I know this shit is just my luck. I dazzle, glide, hands on my sides, fashion is right. You watching the time and passing us by like cabinet wine. You're so far away, you're so far away Don't you walk away, no, you gotta stay It's all over your face, let's be honest, baby Choice was never not mine They are full up, so come now. So 
love to get into something. No cap, but the shit is jumping. Zigzags and me feeling something. So trash and I'm spilling something. Yeah, still a queen with the locks and the crown on top. Looking at the ditty like mountain top. Let the licks run from the fountain top. Figure a four on the count get top. My confidence rocket high, baby. And I'll be your rocker by baby. I might have to draw a line, baby. You fucked up the water line, baby. You're so far away, you're so far away. Don't you walk away, no, you gotta stay. It's all over your face, let's be honest, baby. Choice was never not mine. I'm hoping that you read my mind. I wonder if you feel my heartbeat. So pull up on me one more time and press rewind. It's just they are full up, so come now. I'm going to pretend like I just accidentally hit pause to, you know, speed this along. So that was Pull Up by Keys and Crates and Have You Mighty. I cut off the last five seconds. I'm not going backwards. Here's Stephanie. Um, get yourself a drink and sit down uh, and relax. So this one's going to be a long one, folks. Good morning, everyone. This is Heavy D Penelope here for MMD and his Garbage Cast Conversations. Damien asked us if we wanted to talk New Year's resolutions, and uh, the general response seemed to be hell no. A lot of people don't like New Year's resolutions, and I totally understand that. It seems weird to wait to the new year to point out what you feel is a major flaw in yourself and then tell the world what you're going to do to fix it. And uh, I think that's kind of stupid. I think it's like waiting for your performance review to tell your boss that you're being, I don't know, harassed at work. Like it's, it's arbitrary. So um, I have learned through behavioral therapy and then later working a corporate job to be more uh, year-round about things like goal setting. So while I wouldn't say I have New Year's resolutions, I do have uh, some goals that I'd set last year that I'm going to check in on and some things that I would like to enhance or maybe stop doing in the next year. So uh, this is going to be terrible audio. I apologize. I'm on my way to church and it's early. It's frosty and I've just sucked down a big mug of coffee that I don't think is going to be sufficient to get me through uh, the impending rehearsal I've got coming up. So apologies for my slightly downbeat tone in advance. So uh, last year, there was a lot going on, right? I mean, it's still going on. And this is one of the reasons I'm a big fan of floating goals, checking in and seeing what needs to start and what needs to stop. I don't think a, one big, vague year-round goal is good for anyone. You could say, well, I'm going to lose 15 pounds this year, and that's stupid. That's arbitrary. Why do you want to lose 15 pounds? You know, do you want to be healthier? Do you just not like the way you look? There are things you can do that are more immediate, easier, more satisfying, and sort of less, I don't know, putting shame on yourself than just saying you want to lose 15 pounds. So that's kind of my approach to goal setting is to set small attainable ones or to maybe have a vague idea of what I want to do and take baby steps to achieve it. So for example, um, <laughs> I don't want to sound like an expert because I was really bad at this until about 2015 when I suddenly had to become really good at it. But for example, uh, during the pandemic, I realized I was really unhappy with my work situation 
And I'd been unhappy with it for a long time for a lot of reasons, but there were some good things about it that kept me there. It gave me a sense of security and comfort I needed in a time when the rest of my life was chaotic. And that's important to remember when you're goal setting is sometimes there are things in your life that really aren't in your control and they suck. And they're going to suck maybe indefinitely. Um, you know, maybe you've got a health or family situation and it can be very easy to say, well, I'm unhappy because of this and this is the only bad thing in my life and I can't do anything about it. And to some extent that's very true. But what you can do is find little small comforts or things to make it easier or to snatch moments of joy in all that's going on. So for a while I held tight to this job that really wasn't great, that I'd kind of outgrown because uh, the it did give me a sense of security that I was lacking in other places in my life and that was fine. But, you know, pandemic happened and things got weird as it did for many of us. So I realized I was able to go hybrid with that job. I, I liked working from home. I really liked it. And suddenly I was away from all the stuff that made me not like the job so much. And it gave me the idea that, well, I've got this goal where I think I want to work from home full time. So what do I need to do to do that? And uh, that brought forth other little goals or resolutions, if you will, because I applied for and found a job. And during the application process, I had a goal. Well, if I really want this, how can I get it? So I talked to someone who helped me figure out how to position my camera and look better on video interviews. It was someone I'd been on Zoom calls with for church and, uh, you know, I brought up my little personal news and he helped me with some tips to come across better in my interview. And I knew that I wanted my resume and cover letter to look really good. So I hired an editor to help me glam up and uh, sort of redo both of those things and so that big vague goal of get a work from home job I was able to parcel out into uh, steps that I had some control over that gave me a, like a feeling of comfort and agency during what turned out to be a pretty big transition and when I got the job I had to uh, <laughs> I found out very suddenly I had about two weeks to uh, create a home office space in my house during a time when no one else could be in my house because of the pandemic. So um, it's fine to say, I want this big thing, but your goals should be the smaller steps that you take to get the big thing, not necessarily the big thing. The big thing can be ongoing. And sometimes when you're doing the steps to get the big thing, you might decide, you know what, I don't, I don't really want the big thing. And you might have to change course. So then instead of feeling like a failure because you didn't do the thing, you might feel successful because you completed steps one through three realized it wasn't for you and you backed out before you spent a lot of uh, time and energy and money into this this big goal when your maybe your priorities had changed so uh, that's that's kind of how I approach goal setting so last year uh, this is something I'll continue into the new year last year the band I was with uh, when people started getting vaccinated we started doing outdoor gigs and during that time of pandemic there were people who left and started their own bands because we had some ideological differences on whether or not we should continue to gather and blow into instruments during a pandemic. So suddenly we had far fewer instruments. Now for a decade I'd been content to softly just play the flute and be, you know, okay at it. Now suddenly uh, I was more needed and I needed to step it up. So I made the goal that I was going to play the piccolo because it's a louder instrument it's a brighter sound it, it adds something to the sound so I bought a student piccolo and uh, it was very scary because you know when you're on the flute if you're not soloing which I do a lot in church but if you're not like I don't know if you're, if you're in a big band and you're not soloing you're you kind of contribute to the tone but you're not you're not out there you make a mistake no one hears it you don't have to be as confident on the part you're not missed as much um, when you play the piccolo, you have to be confident. It's a loud instrument. It's a shrill instrument. You have to be, if you play it tentatively, you're playing it badly. Uh, there's a lot of breath control that goes into it. So uh, I thought it was going to be a simple goal, which was pick up this very similar but smaller instrument and just play it. And it turned out to be more on working on my confidence and my skill as a musician because suddenly everyone could hear everything so that turned out to be a, a deeper uh, 
investment in myself than I thought it would be. But it went really well. And once I got over my, uh, my, my nerves about my sort of slapdash playing, I quickly outgrew the piccolo I'm playing. So uh, it's a student instrument. I bought it for, I bought it used for like a little more than a car payment. And I'm comfortable on it, but now I'm frustrated because I feel like uh, some of the problems I have with it in talking with other people who play could be resolved by moving up to an intermediate instrument. So within not even a year, in under a year, I have now outgrown this student instrument and I'm confident enough to say, hey, I want to put a little more time and money into something better that I could play, uh, maybe do some stuff at church with it, uh, something with a better tone that I don't have to really uh, turn myself guts inside out to hit the high notes on. So my goal for next year and I've already started it, but we're in between uh, seasons. Our fest season tends to be tends to start in spring and summer. Is to keep an eye on prices, and when I find what I'm comfortable with spending on a, a better instrument, I will buy that instrument so that I can continue to grow in my musicianship. And this kind of went hand in hand with uh, w when church shut down for a while and we went online only. I had to get over myself. Uh, that I'm not a very good singer and contribute to the music program by recording singing music, which is not, I still am not to the point where I can listen to myself. I'm very inconsistent. Sometimes I sound fine. Sometimes I sound like maybe I've got a hearing problem. <laughs> it's all, it's all in my, my confidence level. You know, when you tense up and you get nervous, you sound bad. But I had to get over that and say, well, if I suck and people don't like it, then they're welcome to do it themselves. And I had to grow and become a better, a better team player for this group I'm part of. So this year and continuing into next year, I'm doing more with the music program that I wasn't doing before. Um, I sing songs even if I hate them and I hate, I would say about half of them I hate, but I do like doing the music. I like the people I do it with. I like being part of the group. And so um, my goal is to continue to be more competent in that and to not be such a a diva about, oh, I'll only, I'll only do this kind of music or I'm not comfortable with this. And to continue what I started last year and to step out of my comfort zone and to be a better part of, of a team. Because that's something that, that brings me joy you know, we weren't able to do things as a team as much, or we had to change how we were doing things. And so there were, there were things I could do, however small, to, to seize onto that. So that's what I'm going to continue to do in 2022 is work on my musicianship because it makes me happy. Not because I'm very good at it or, uh, you know, because everyone's like, oh, Penelope, we want to hear you sing and play because very few people feel that way but I like to do it and there are some places where I actually am needed and that that's a good feeling and you know makes me happy uh some other goals I had last year I started spending a little more time with my grandmother who's in her 90s and mostly housebound and in previous years we had a lot of big family get-togethers large extended family get-togethers and for obvious reasons uh, that's not been a responsible thing to do. So I made more of an effort over the summer after we were all vaccinated to spend some time w with smaller groups, maybe my mom or my brother or me and Jason, you know, just go over and, and just chit chat with her. And it's, it was so nice because I never really spent that much time with her without, you know, 20 other people hanging around. So that was good for both of us because she's homebound most of the time she sees very few faces and because they were all homebound uh, those of you who live with other people will understand that there was a fair amount of tension <laughs> in that household so uh, first I started going because my mom had mentioned it to me that they they needed some outside perspective because it was getting a little crazy and uh, I really I just enjoyed I've had so many great conversations with my aunt and uncle and my grandma. So I'll continue to, for no reason, just go over and, and hang and maybe bring a food item to share and, and spend time with those family members who are also 
feeling a little isolated. So that has been a goal I'll continue and maybe find new ways to to spend time with that family, maybe doing more things with my aunt and uncle, which we don't really go out and do a lot of things together. Omicron's pressing down on us, so maybe the thing we do is do something outside. You know, maybe we find a way to avoid crowds but still leave the house. We'll work on it. That'll be that'll be something I I look for in 2022. Um, and then there's uh, money. So it's always hard for me to come up with money goals because for much of my life, grew up without a lot of it, and then finally felt a little comfortable, and then had that comfort yanked from me and now I've got a very expensive chronic medical condition that ties me to uh, you know employment for health insurance in the US and so money is always for me a, a big stressor and it, again over the last year I think pandemic life has dictated a lot of my goals but I spent a lot of money like a lot of money and every year, this is something I do, I use a budget software called Mint, and I look at where I'm spending money and why I'm spending that money, and I try to just make some adjustments. So again, I'm not making a big goal, like, I'm going to spend less in 2022, because that might not be possible. Um, health insurance costs have gone up in the U.S., and when I say health insurance costs, I don't just mean what we pay out of our paycheck each month to have health insurance. But what we have to pay over and above what the health insurance covers, yes, Canadians, you heard that right, even though we pay every month to have insurance, it often doesn't cover very much at all. It's definitely a scam. So instead of saying, I'm just not spending, I'm going to look at where and why I spend. And even though I feel, I always, I will never not feel bad about spending, um, what I spent last year was necessary things. So I had to buy a car. It's a terrible time to buy a car. I don't know if it's the same in Canada, but in the US we've got a supply issue with cars. So I ended up buying a new car, which happened 10 years ago when there was another uh, economic bubble. It was more expensive over the, you know, the course of car, like car ownership to buy a used car than a new car. And that's even after you get over the fact that there are hardly any used cars available. Like, there just weren't cars. And even with new cars, I had this, um, I'm extremely neurotic, so I had this whole list of like cars I might want and what I would want to spend on them. And turns out there were three cars available to me. <laughs> and they were a little more than I wanted to spend on any of them. So I had to, in addition to taking on a car payment a little higher than what I wanted, I also had to put down more of a down payment than I thought I'd, I'd want. So when it became obvious that was the case, what I did was I hired someone to help me, a, a car buying advocate, to help me find a car that wouldn't suck me dry and also to help me negotiate a higher uh, trade-in. And he was worth every penny. So that gave me a little feeling of control over the situation. So yes, I spent a lot of money on buying a new car, but the car I got, should nothing go wrong, you know, if I can just drive it and not have disaster happen, I should be able to drive this for another 10 years or so, and um, I'm comfortable with the payment, in fact, I can make a little extra on it, I can pay it off. I also had to put in lots of money in home repairs, so, or home maintenance, I should say, so those are things that aren't necessarily in your control, and when you do need something, you are at the mercy of uh, contractor availability and also supply chain prices. So uh, yeah, when I look over why I've spent so much money, some of that was stuff I had no control over. Groceries have gone up. Every Price of everything has gone up. So next year, keeping in mind what and why I spent money, I can now adjust it. I spent a lot of money changing my wardrobe because I was working from home. Um, now I have clothes, so I don't need to spend money on them. I spent money on some home maintenance things that will hopefully last a while. And I might have a few other things coming up, but, um, you know, the other things I spent money on, like tree trimming, will hopefully present the, it will prevent the kind of disasters that will cause future home maintenance expenses. So in 2022, I'm going to be a little more same way I did 
this year focused on why I'm spending money and be conscious of spending it well. So, you know, because I'm working from home and I'm there all the time, are there things I can do to make home more comfortable and make me happier? I need a new coffee machine and instead of just going out and buying uh, what I did last time when I was totally broke and uh, found myself without things I needed was I, I went to Goodwill and I bought a used coffee maker. Well, I like fancy coffee drinks. Uh, it will prevent me from spending money on fancy coffee. I don't actually do that a lot, maybe a couple times a year. But I, I'm going to buy a decent coffee maker that makes some fancy drinks. And so I've got my eye on one and I'm waiting for a post-Christmas price drop and I'll I'll buy it and I'll use it. Same with things like my office chair. I sit in that chair all day long every day. So maybe I need to upgrade on the office chair. But what I won't need to spend money on anymore is the things I did when I suddenly had to quickly change my lifestyle. So uh, just being conscious of when I spend, putting a little more money into something I like that's going to last longer instead of just frantically buying something because I'm feeling this need and then maybe it's not the right thing so then I have to buy a second thing. Like just now that I'm more comfortable to make better long-term investments in my purchases since that worked out so well with the car. So um, again, that's not something that I would necessarily wait till January to do. However, January happens to be a particularly good time for sales. And I realize that some of my goals have actually involved spending money. So that's kind of funny, but sometimes you have to spend money to, uh, to make money. No, sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to spend money to be happy. I feel like I've now talked myself into a living version of the Sims, but I think you understand what I'm saying to look at the areas in my life that are going well, that I can make small enhancements to. I guess I should talk about maybe a flaw or a thing I'm going to do less of. So I have a tendency to not be good at asking for help. And then I get very frustrated and stressed out and I feel sad and it will come out in weird ways. Um, I might be stressed about one thing for a while and instead of talking with someone about it or asking for help, I will then uh, work myself into a big ball of irritation and then like lash out at someone close to me for doing something annoying because I'm already at stress level 11. So I'm going to try to be... Uh, less nitpicky with others when I should be nitpicky with myself and when I am frustrated about something or I need help with something I'm going to ask for it directly and not be not be too proud and to be a little a little better at (laughs) at handling myself and not being a toddler uh, in in my emotions so I could I could be better about that it's I'm not waiting till January 1st that's something I've been working on for a long time I've gotten better at it last year I did ask for help with something uh, from my family and it resolved what had been about a year of stress about something yeah I that was resolved within two hours so that was a big lesson for me like instead of uh, torturing myself and being like weird about it to just just ask for help and and get the thing resolved and people you know what people want to help other people it's okay to ask for help you're not being a burden you're not being uh, needy and weird it's people like to help other people so I have to remind myself that 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 also applies for me I, I am a people if you're wondering what that beeping was the first time that happened to me I almost had a panic attack started sweating in this car that's if I cross a lane while I'm driving, it beeps at me. So I didn't know what it was at first. And I thought like, oh crap, did a tire just fall off my car? But it turns out my car is equipped with all these safety features that I'm still discovering, even though I bought it in October. So that's been a fun journey of car discovery. Um, That's what happens when you have to buy the car that is available and you don't know anything about it. So I'll leave you with that. Uh, sorry, I have talked for, oh my god, 22 minutes. That's a lot. Damien, cut me down if you need to. I Clearly, I like to go on. So, happy new year, everyone. Uh, strive and thrive. So that was Stephanie with her take on resolutions. Here's the thing about office chairs. Somebody who is from an office chair 
office furniture background. My family selling it for since 1990. Um, there are office chairs and there are task chairs. Office chairs are for generic office sitting. The chairs that you see at Staples most often fall into the office chair category. Task chairs are more ergonomic. They are better quality for long-term sitting. Um, and they're definitely going to be kinder to your back. So when you're looking for a chair, think about that. Also, staple chairs, if you're looking for something that's like higher quality, going to last longer. It's not necessarily about the price. It could also be about um, the materials used and the quality of the manufacturing. Staples chairs, they come from uh, Chinese manufacturers. We import the same chairs. Some of them will give you a very good, comfortable sit, but for about two to three years, and then they'll start falling apart. If you're looking for something to invest in, uh, you may want to consider getting a brand name chair, like a steel case, a Technion, if you can afford it, a Herman Miller, but buy it used uh, or reconditioned. As long as the person who used to have it like, didn't leave like a butt groove or an imprint and completely used up the cushioning, it should provide you uh, with a quality sit for years and years and years to come. The the quality of a, a name brand like that when it comes to um, sitting for long periods of time and for a long lifespan, um, you're just not going to be like a brand name. It's definitely worth it to pay. My wife bought her chair from work when they were selling them off. I think it was like 20 or $15. But hers is a steel case. It's very heavy, but it's like a way better sit than a lot of our house brands from China. Uh, if you need something that looks good, though, that's an entirely different story. Anyways, we've gone on for quite a long time. I have no idea how I'm going to get this to conform to the limits of Fireside's 100 megs. I've been the MD. Thank you to all the contributors. Thank you to maybe former contributor uh, Jason. It's still nice to go back into the archives and play old clips from resolution episodes past maybe we'll get something together in the future maybe we won't that's fine things change they evolve nothing stays the same form formulas or formats can't stay the same forever um and speaking on that i want to just put the appeal out there that if you haven't contributed to the Garbage Cast and you have a topic you want to talk about, record it and send it to me. Um, MaharajaMacDaddy at gmail.com. It's probably hard to spell. So I'm hoping that you actually know me and it's my first name and last name at gmail.com. Or ask me on the Discord or on Twitter or wherever else you fucking find me and I will tell you where to send it because I love hearing new voices on the podcast. It's how this this show grows. Um, I don't want it to be just me in my, my inner circle forever and ever because it just it just won't get to the place where I want it to be. I'm really glad I got 
Stephanie to participate in this episode. And um, in the reviews we had a, a while back, uh, the wine reviews, that was awesome. Uh, it cer- certainly brought some levity, some lightness, some fun to the uh, show without me having to resort to jokes. So that's always good. Thank you for listening to another year of the Garbage Cast. I hope you listen to another year. I hope I'm making this in another year. And I look forward to Resolutions 2022. I've been your host, MMD. Another one is in the can. Dump it. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at this. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash.